Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. So my guest today is happens to be one of my best friends, and um, I think he's got a great story for people, entrepreneurs, that all are thinking about leaving the career, the safe, safe uh, road traveled yep. that so many people do, getting into becoming an entrepreneur, leaving this the, the safety net of being an employer mm-hmm. to um, uh, employee to employer. So with us today, we got Mr. Stephen Frost. What's up, man? Thanks Welcome. for having me. I'm excited that uh, you made it to our first episode in the studio. Dude, I like it. It turned it's out like, good, right? I feel like you are future Joe Rogan. You mm-hmm. have... Um, Cool helmets, Legos, uh, those, superheroes. Those are some big shoes to fill. I like it. It's coming in the right direction. Yeah. So uh, before we kind of jump into your journey from uh, employee to employer, tell us a little bit about your background, uh, your family dynamic, and uh, who are you? Okay. That's cool. So um, family dynamic, I come from a very normal family. My wife calls us the beaver cleavers. <laughs> so um, I was, I mean, I was born in Michigan. We moved around a little bit growing up, but it was always, I have two brothers. I'm a middle child. Um, parents are still married. They've been married. I don't know, 1979. What's that? 40 something years. So yeah. very normal upbringing And my, um, you know, it, it, my dad always, he's still at the same company now. Right. So he's always had the same job. He's always worked hard. Um, you get that life. Everybody, you know, wants you didn't have a lot of bullshit you had to deal with when you grew no, up. I had, I dealt with very little bullshit, which, you know, is that a good or a bad thing? I don't know. Um, That'll be another episode. Yeah, that's right. But I, you know, grow like there were a lot of things like growing up though. I always knew, and, and, and I'll tell you more like when school, Western, what sure. moved different high schools and stuff. But, but even when I was young, I mean, my dad taught us like, I want so I want to, I want to, I can remember I wanted a super soaker squirt gun, like mm-hmm. this bad ass squirt gun right and he's like if you want that squirt gun we had this old bench that had that weird like clear coat stuff on the wood and he's like scrape and sand that that swing this bench thing yeah and you can get the squirt gun right and i'm like cool so i did it and i'm at the store and he's like so that's what you want i'm like actually i'd rather i mean can i can i upgrade just like new shoes (laughs) i want a squirt (laughs) gun after all that work and then it turned into like going around and banging on doors to my lawn so i think i've always liked more than anything, my own money and controlling it. But, um, you know, be leading up to my, the, my career where I was an employee, you know, I went, you know, high school, I did it. I did the majority of it here in Michigan, uh, went to Western Michigan, got a degree there in sales and business marketing. Um, graduate, I was, I was a bar manager. I was like, I'm just going to work in the bar and see what happens kind sure, of thing. You yeah. know, like I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'm like, do you want to be a veterinarian? I don't know. Like <laughs> no idea. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I got re- recruited by uh, Quicken Loans, mm-hmm. and, and I worked there for 15 years. So I've been in the mortgage business, the sales business, um, for 15 years. So I had, a, I had a great career there. And then, um, well, you know the rest. Yeah, there. we're, we're going to talk about it. We're going yeah. to unpack the whole thing. So you go to Western University. Yeah. Uh, your, your family, I think, um, relocates from St. Louis to Michigan right. because your yeah. dad got transferred. Yeah. You go to Western um you had a great childhood, so yeah. good job. Yeah, uh, unlike, easy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so then you go to Quicken Loans. Uh, tell us about your career there, your experience, things that you've learned. Um, what was it like? So, 
it really, I don't know if it was like the timing of the mortgage market or like, cause Quicken Loans is a giant company. You know, and, and I started there. How many people work? I, I don't even remember. It was like 5,000 people or something. Sure. Or, or less. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, Probably and less. I got to like grow with the company. Like mm-hmm. I grew as a person. I had no idea. I mean, I didn't even know what a mortgage was, right? Hired us, put us through this awesome training. Um, and and I was always a guy like, I, like I've always done really well with like pressure, right? So I'm like, what can I learn from people that do well? Well, one guy used to get to the office at 630 in the morning. I'm like if he's there at 6.30, I gotta be like 6.15. Yeah, yeah. And I get there at 6.15, he'd be making copies. I'm like, oh, so you're earlier today. You know, like, where does it end? Right. Doing all these trainings. So so my experience there, I learned a ton about sales and doing it on the phone where they would record your calls, they would coach you. I mean, literally, I got the best piece of coaching advice or something, I don't know if it's the best, but something I hang on to every day is I got a call reviewed and the person's birthday was that day mm. that I was taking the application. I was like, okay, cool. December 5th, 1979. What's your, you know, moving on. She's like, why didn't you say happy birthday? Mm. You know, like you're not present in this phone call with this person. Like you're worried about getting through your list. And she's like, you got to throw, like learn your script. Like, you know it, you know, the info and then go into, it's like a whole sales thing, but just go into like having conversations and which now I'm a, I'm a debacle. Yeah. You know, I'm like all over the yeah, map, yeah, yeah. but it's just part of my my madness that I that I enjoy just talking to people. Um and and from there, I mean over a 15-year period, you know, I was able, you know, I have three kids now. Um we're on our third home. I've got a house up north. I mean, I have it really set my life up to a point where I could take the risk or or take advantage of an opportunity and going out on my own. Well, one would make the argument that that's exactly what the employer wants you to do. Go get in debt, ha- right. have a bunch of kids, buy a bunch of things, yeah. uh, have a wife that 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 uh, has the hardest job, which is staying home with the kids, yeah. sets you up perfectly to be an employee for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, that's what society has taught us to do. Right. Certainly, that's what your dad did. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Most people would say, well, what, what? why would you change that? Why in the world would you take a life like that um, with the type of income, you know, a multiple six figure income, right. great life and risk going out there and starting a business because that's the conversation I think everybody wants to, wants to know. It was control mm. for me. And I'm not like a weird controlling guy, yeah. you know, like I don't ask where people are going controlling, but like I, I sleep and there, maybe there's more to unpack before it, but like, I can tell you that at, at my previous job, I felt like the like you, you you the leads could change right mm. or you could the role would change or the compensation would change or all these things all these people and tiers of people are making decisions and then there's a market out there doing its thing and an economy doing got things, it and all that stuff where I felt like going on my own I had complete like it was on me like there weren't you know the only I mean you're talking about not being in control being yeah. being an employee of a company yeah. as good as things were. You, it still made you nervous that you weren't in control is kind of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's talk about what I think most people have a hard time with is I think there's a lot of people that feel that way and they want to start their own business. They want to go off on their own. I mean, I would venture to say, and I don't know the percentages, the, the, the majority of the working class, the worst day of the week is Sunday night. Because they got to wake up and go to the job that they absolutely hate, right? However, it pays the bills. It's nice and safe. 
they think it's safe, right? Um, that's the myth that society wants us to believe. Right. You somehow, after 15 years after this life, it's not like you had a wife that, that was working that you could potentially uh, help you with this transition. Right. You risked all of that. What people want to know, Steve, is how did you muster up the courage, the mindset? I want to understand deeply what were you thinking to leave all of that to put your kids and your family at that type of risk? Because that's what people won't 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 do. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't know, like where, like what your mind, like. So, so first of all, uh, I think the most important thing, and, and I got this get this from you, and I don't know where you got it from, but you play chess and not checkers, right? Mm-hmm. So. I, I didn't just wake up one day and say like, I'm leaving, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I made sure, I mean, I did things and, and it was like, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Right? I've yeah. always liked that. I've really liked always making money. Yeah. Um, and I like doing things, not that I want to do things my way, but I, I like the idea of um, being an employer and taking care of people and, mm. and being relied on maybe, I don't know, like that, that feeling. And I feel like you can do like when I was in my job, I'm like, this is my role. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I am a mortgage banker. I'm good at it. I work hard. I bust my ass. I make a great living. I work for a great place. But now I feel like now I'm a, a mortgage broker. Right. So I own a mortgage brokerage. I've got a you know loan officer, um, loan processors. And then on top of that, it's like you can do your own business development, which we talk about all the time and finding new ways to get businesses, what you can do. So I liked being able to go out and learn those parts of the market because I feel like the way the world's going uh, is either going to go automated or you're going to have to go out there and get yours. And I did not want to get stuck in the middle of that. Mm. I was, I was more afraid of missing the, ex- like that entrepreneurial expansion and yeah. like that drive that I had. And I saved my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I got myself in a position where if things didn't work out, mm-hmm. like I could cover my ass. Yeah. Right. And I made sure that whatever I left, like, and, and people are always like, oh, you could always go back, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I did make sure that everything was on really good terms, but honestly, like the thought of going back to where I came from, like, has not, everybody's like, so you could always go back. I'm like, in my, I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. But in my head, I'm like, no. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is, um, the, the entrepreneurial spirit, which was burning inside of you, like it does right. for many people was worth the risk of the safety net of having a job. Meaning you said to yourself, okay, I I am willing to risk all of this for fulfillment because that's really what you're talking about. The reason why most, because you didn't have it bad. I mean, you had a great job. You're working at home full-time, great money. Uh, You could argue, Steve, that you had the job that most people die for right? and you, you, you burned it, right? You burned it to go out there and start a business. Um, And so, when you made the decision in your mind, this was before you you did this, what were some of the concerns that you had leading up to the decision to say, okay, I'm going to go resign? Just saying, it, just doing that, you know, it was, um, you know, I really, I, I really decided like the first of, like I, I knew about six months before I left that I'm like, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. And I knew that turning going into 2020, I wanted to make a massive change, right? So I went as far as like, I, I, I mean, I've needed to cut all my hair off, yeah, you know, yeah. but like I buzzed my head. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make like physical, ch-. like I was in a rut, right? Sure. And, and it's, un- and I can say very, very um, 
confidently that I would have made if it, it's not about the money because I would have made more money staying right, right, than right. I did last year. Yeah, I love it without without a doubt. Yeah, but I can tell you that. Like you said, the fulfillment. Like mm-hmm. I sleep better at night. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happier in every way doing it on my own and relying on myself. So let's talk about that. So that's, I think, what people need to make peace with if they're going to leave the safety net of of having a job, getting the paycheck every other Friday. They have got to be willing to take a step back in income. Yeah, because I think that's the problem. Is most people they go start a business. And they don't get the check on Friday. That 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 tears them apart. Right. So so um, so you make this decision. This was about six months ahead of time. So you're yeah. planning things. Um, did you have any second thoughts? Did you have any doubts that, damn, is this really what I'm going to do? Like, what were the conversations with, uh, like with your wife? Uh, you know, from that perspective. So. Honestly, so my my wife's awesome, and I'm not just saying that as being like a, she is. I know her husband, and that you know, like in case she ever hears this or something, like, <laughs> I don't care about that. Like I'd say whatever. Yeah, but uh, honestly, like she never wavered. She's like, do mm, it, mm. like do it. If it makes you happy, I support you a thousand percent. Like I'm here. If worse comes to worse, I'll go get a job. Like and she even said, she's like, you can always go back. I'm like, nope. No one's ever going back. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we're burning. Never, we're, we're burning the ships. It, it never. Yeah. We're never going back. Yeah. Um, you know, and and as far as I was concerned, like I literally, I had no doubts. Like once, but I'm the kind of guy. Like once I make up my mind, like whatever it is, right? Like if I'm going to change the way I tie a shoe, mm-hmm. like that's just what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like there is no doubt in my mind that I and now and even looking at it now, I'm like we're not even started yet and things are already going really well for us yeah or for me um so for i for me there there was no doubt truth the only the only thing i thought about was like how the hell am i going to sign up for health insurance right like that was it yeah I'm like do it's i get a, a, I have no idea and you know what it's a huge one as it came up like one thing led to another somebody else within our like this family of companies needed insurance we got signed up and now my insurance is the same and it's less than it was on the cobra thing and it's tax deductible and it was like oh cool that wasn't even yeah a worry so a lot of the i i think a lot of what you have to get past and going on your own number one is you don't realize how supportive your your friends and family are sure like, so supportive like of my business and us personally and all that kind of thing and as long as there's you don't find problems you just look for things that need solutions mm-hmm. as long as you don't get hung up on the problem part mm-hmm. of it or like where it stops then it's it's it, like the solutions like just work themselves right in and you just keep moving. What if your spouse wasn't supportive? Um, that's a good question. I I don't know. Like, um, if she wasn't supportive of it. Well, this isn't your situation. Yeah. This is more of an advice yeah. standpoint. So so if you because think about the, let me let me frame because yeah. if people are gonna watch this on on video and listen, yeah. so let me let me let me paint a picture for people. You, your situation is that you have kids at home and you have a yeah. wife that stays home with those kids. Yeah, three kids. You are solely responsible from a financial aspect to keep that family moving forward. Yes. If the spouse said, you're crazy to start a business, there's too much at risk here. How, I guess, yeah. How, how would you have dealt with that? Or because it's not your situation, what advice yeah. would you give to somebody that wants to go off on their own, yeah. wants the entrepreneurial fulfillment, but they have a spouse that is not supportive? I, I think when when you make the choice to go out on your own and to to do that, and it goes back to what I said before, you got to play chess, not checkers, mm. right? So 
like I had a, I had a plan, like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. This is how long we can go without this working. This is where we'd have to st-. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, you, I think when you have a plan in your mind, cause you, you really shouldn't leave. If you have a great job and you're enjoying it and you're making lots of money and you want to go start your own thing to spite something you have to, or to spite something or because you just want to go get more money then I don't, you're probably not in it for the right reason. And it should definitely not be spontaneous. Yeah. You know, I, I did what I did and I made that decision. And if, if my wife was um, not supportive, I would say, look, here's the deal. Like, this is the kind of person I am. This is what I'm doing now. This is my plan for the business. Like I had, like, I knew my finances. I knew what we could spend. I knew how long we could go without me earning any money. Cause we had said in the beginning, like plan on not yep. making any money, no income for six months. Like I knew I could do that and not change my life. That's exactly right. You know? So as long as you have a plan, because things don't happen overnight. I mean, we started a mortgage company and literally as we're trying to sign up for licensing, the state of Michigan is sending state employees home and shutting down, you know, licensing Mm -hmm. offices, you know? So like in my head, I'm like, Oh my God, am I not going to get a mortgage license till for three months? And I'm like, that's okay. We'll learn marketing stuff. Sure. You know, like, so I think I, if for me, I would explain that plan and where you're coming from and how it's going to work because I knew all that. And my wife knows I knew that. Yeah. Well, you know? I think, I think, and, and those are all great, great, um, great pieces of advice. You have to have your spouse on board. You, 100%. For, for me, that, yeah. that, that's the answer Yeah, is you, you have to have a, you've, it's gotta be a team effort. And yeah. so, what was the conversation like? So you 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 work at Quicken Loans for fifteen years. Yep. You go in. The, I want to talk about the day you resign. Mm-hmm. Was that a call? Was it a meeting? Was it face to face over Zoom? What was it? So it was um, it was on a Monday. I called my you know, the person I worked for directly, and I said on Sunday night, and I said, "Hey, I plan on resigning tomorrow." And uh, it was it was the first of the month. I'm like, you know, did you sleep the night before? Yeah. Like a ba- as soon as I got that off my chest, I was like, cool. Like we're, but the decision, the thing was the decision in my mind mm-hmm. had been made up for a while. Yeah. You know, I was just getting my, making sure that I did everything the right way mm. up to that. So for me, the decision, my, it was just awkward. Yeah. If anything, you right, know? right, right. So then it was, um, you know, and again, it, it goes back to why I had such a great experience there was, you know, I walked in, they said, are you sure you wanted this? Is it, is it your, you know, I said, I just said to them, I said, you know, I really appreciate everything, but I'm going to go the different direction. I really appreciate everything you guys did. Yeah. Had a great career here. You guys were all awesome. It's not a bad feeling in the world. And they, and they were really cool. They said, you know, is it, is there a different role that you would like to have? Or is there um, something That's else you want to do with yeah. the company? We appreciate it. And, uh, and that was, I mean, it was really, it was, it was like an hour long conversation and it, I, I left feeling great. Good. You know? That's, that's key. I mean, in, in you were fortunate enough to work for a great company um, cause I think a lot of people that, that, that drives them. I mean, that is a very scary moment being, yeah, it, was, some, it was weird. Yeah. I know? mean, being somewhere for so long and, and that type of breakup, it's like a divorce from a career. Yeah. It's very you real. Almost feel like you're letting them down. That's exactly you know, right. Like, God, You've got you guilt. Like, yeah, You've got you guilt. Feel guilty about it yeah. Sure. So you make the transition, you resign. What was it like that first couple of weeks that, that first maybe month, what do you remember what it felt like? Did you. Were you freaking out? Were you excited? Were you a little bit of both? What did that feel like? So, so in, in this case, and um, I mean, I don't know if everybody knows, like you and I are business partners. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so 
when we went, I mean, I like the next day we started working, mm -hmm. right? Like we're in a in a conference room with the three of us, and we're in there doing our thing. And my only can because you had been you've been down this road a lot. Yeah, like you have successful businesses. Bill does. My only concern, it, it, it didn't have anything to do about my past. Everything was looking sure. forward at this point. I'm like, am I doing enough? Like, do I have enough input? Like, mm. I don't know the ins and outs. Like, I don't know the like, value proposition. Yeah, yeah. I know what it is, mm -hmm. but I don't know how to like articulate all these things. Like, that's where I was at. I'm like, immediately, like, how can I add value to these two relationships and this big, this baby that we have? And sure. Like, I remember that. That was my, that biggest, was my concern. biggest concern is, yeah. am I adding enough value? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 That's great. Um, yeah. That's interesting because, you know, as we, yeah, as we start a new business, there's all kinds of different things. And I remember, you know, I remember trying to talk you out of this, Yeah. you know, sure. and because how hard business is. The safety net, what I always tell people that that have this conversation with me, hey, Brandon, I'm thinking about starting my own business. Um, do you think it's a good idea? Do you and so I always ask them one question. I say, "Do can you hunt? And I remember having this yeah. conversation with you. Like yeah. you, when you're on your own, you're on your own. Like no yeah. one's giving you anything. Yeah. You've got to go earn it. And so would you say that was true when you went off on your own or, or um, help people understand what they're in for? Because right. I think a lot of people don't think through that fully. Right. So that I I definitely feel like you're 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 always hunting. I'm still hunting every day. You know, like, but it's it's so much. It doesn't feel the same yeah. when you're on your own. Yeah, you know? that's a good you're point. like it's it just matters so much that none of it. Like, there's nothing transactional about anything I do. Even getting coffee, I'm like, I want to know the coffee person. Yeah, you know, like so so the hunt the mm. hunt never changes. It's and truthfully, the the biggest challenge that I still have, and 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 I don't. Every business is different, right? But I think everything we do, there's prospecting, right? Because you're yeah. not if you're an entrepreneur, you have to be selling something. Yeah, you're all the time. Selling a service, you sell mouse pads, you sell mortgages, you sell hair gel, whatever it is. Well, and you're selling you're selling to your your employees and your team right. members. You're yeah. always selling all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's documenting that. That's right. You're like because it's yours and it's mm -hmm. your baby. Like I don't want to lose. A single middle initial, right? That's how I right. think of it. Like, I don't want to lose. So I've got like all these papers. I'm like, this needs to go to CRM, but I'm like, this is blowing up. So we're going to fix this. And then we're going to do a little bit. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's just that part of the hunting. It's yeah. a challenge. It's not, there's tons of things out there to hunt. It's just a, you just have to do that. Yeah. And I've always been like, that, yeah. Yeah. And know? I think that's a good point is like, um, Everything when you when you when you own your own business, that's the upside of it. You know, you care yeah. about everything. You know, yeah. everything's exciting. You could work twenty hours a day and not yeah. get tired at all because right. everything's exciting. Um, looking back on this experience, you know, would you have stayed as an employee for as long as you would have, uh, as long as you did, or would you have done this sooner, knowing what you know now? I, I wouldn't change any of it. Mm. I think that I think that I learned. I learned a lot right up, you know, I think there's a lot of learning right up until the point that you make the change. Um, and there's a lot, for me, it took a lot of like mindset because there was, a, there's a long, I wanted to be, I wanted to do something on my own for a long time. Right. I'd always like fantasized about it, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm going to be a business owner. Like I'm going to have a private jet and like, yeah. you know, I'm just thinking yeah. about like meetings and <laughs> doing and not like training or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just have this mindset or like this vision mm -hmm. of what it is, right? This fantasy of being an entrepreneur and like, that was always in my head, but it was, there was that fear, yeah, you know? That's and right. I think that 
if if I would have done it anytime sooner, if I wouldn't have really like I really stood behind my decision. I think if I did it anytime sooner, I might maybe it wouldn't have worked. Maybe I wouldn't have had um like that certain mental stamina almost. Yeah. Or like like it was just ingrained in me. Like it even for like a, two months before that, I was literally had my own company. Yeah, I mean, like I was bought in. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends. I guess the the answer to that question when I ask it is different depending on uh, how that person is performing, right? Yeah. For me, I I I would answer that a little differently. For me, I I do have a regret for not overcoming the fear earlier because it's just the fear, the false evidence appearing real that keeps us at the job. Yeah. And, And so for me, yeah, I wish I would have gotten over that fear a lot sooner. And I think to myself, how much further could my companies be had I had the courage to do it sooner? Yeah. So, so uh, what does the future hold? What does it look like for you and your business? What are you most excited about right now? So the at the moment, the thing that's that I'm thinking about all the time, and and we talk about too, is scaling. Like, yeah, like here we are. We're like we're su- successful now. We're making money, like doing really well. I'm like, really happy. Yeah, getting a system like I know what I'm doing now. And now it's like, okay, what I don't know how to do is to scale some. So now we have to start scaling and like, you know, rather than analyzing it and all that stuff, like when do we just take that jump and what's the next move? And yeah, I love it. That's what's exciting. Yeah. Because you know? yeah, there's 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 no there's no ceiling. You do whatever you right. want. Uh, so that's exciting. And I'm excited to be on the journey with you. So yeah. how can people connect with you if they're watching or listening to this? What's the best way to connect with Mr. Steve Frost? Um, my style, I mean, I'm like, I'm getting more active on social media. Yeah. So S frosty one is on, on Instagram. Every cool. now and then I'll do some, you'll see more of my, like, I'm, I'm a, a unique person, right? Like, yeah. I, we're all unique, but I'm like kind of goofy. You know, <laughs> I, w- I would agree. I so, so that's, you see more of my, me or I'll see national mortgage funding, uh, is we have a Facebook page where I do, if you're looking for mortgage information yeah. or some ideas about what I do daily, that's, that's going to be more on that page. And then the Instagram stuff, I just, I do snow angels or weird yeah, you'll thing. take your you shirt just, off from yeah, time to time and yeah, do a snow angel. Yeah, yeah I love it. So. Dude, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you doing right, this. Thanks, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to resonate with a lot of people because I think there's millions of people that want to start a business yeah. that are consumed by the fear. Yeah. Uh, and for, for most people, they can't get past it. They end up staying at the job their whole life, and yeah. they live life with regrets. Yeah. So any last words of encouragement or, or advice? Yeah, I would I would say if if it's something you really want to do and you're really afraid of it, the only way that you can overcome your fear for me is to like write it down. Be like this is what I'm afraid of and like how can you fix that? And like what what's the worst that could happen? Right. You know, I mean there's a for me anyway there's a million things out there as long as you're like charismatic, positive and you keep trying to do things, like something will work out for you. Like I I wouldn't be in in this economic environment in this day and age with the ease of accessing markets and social media and all that stuff. Like I wouldn't fear wouldn't be my issue. It would be, you know, efficiency um, and making sure I just stay charismatic about it. I love it. Great advice, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.